Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. If there's one management skill senior and more important than any other, one that should be considered is the ability to locate the actual reason behind poor or even brilliant performance or function in an organization. This is the technology of investigation, or even more simply put, inspection. Now, one of these days we're going to discuss all the functions of management and an organization in what's called the seven division organizing board. But uh, one of the functions that's often missing in organizing boards that I've observed from members is that which deals with inspection. And that's in the first division, what we call the communications division. And there is a department there responsible for inspection and awareness of what's going on in the organization. Uh, Per Mr. Hubbard, administration is a sequence of steps taken, and the first of these is observation. You're not going to do any effective administration or management without first observing. In an article dated the 14th of September, 1969, Mr. Hubbard goes into this. He says, thus we come to the exact most basic steps that comprise administration. We're not going to cover all these steps today. We're going to just cover the first one. He says, first... Quote, first is observation. From beginning to end, observation must serve both those in charge and any others who plan. When observation is lacking, then planning itself, as well as any and all progress, can become unreal and orders faulty and destructive. Observation, in essence, must be true, all capital letters. Nothing must muddy it or color it as this can lead to gross errors in action and training. End quote. L. Ron Hubbard. Okay, so uh, any administrative cycle, any management cycle has to start with observation. You know, something's not going right in the organization. Fire everybody. I don't know. That, that, that may be called for. It may not be called for, but no orders should uh, occur without observation first. What is going on? Now, the skill in observing, it's a technology in itself. The skill in uh, inspecting and investigating a situation uh, chronically, uh, done effectively, has to practically contradict what individuals have a great propensity in doing, which is to be reasonable or to rationalize. So correct observation has to eliminate these uh, things called rationalization or reasonableness. Now, I'm going to define those things for you. But before I do that, I'm going to define another term, and that term is the term outpoint. Now, an outpoint is defined as an irrational or illogical datum. An example would be uh, you have a dress code in your business. Everybody's supposed to... uh, wear a certain attire, and one day, one of the employees comes in dressed um, completely differently, maybe a little slovenly, and you go, wow, 
that's an out point. That's illogical. We've issued a dress code, and yet this person just wanted uh, that dress code. So that would be something that would be illogical and would be something that you don't understand. Or you hire uh, a professional to uh, take care of something in the business. Maybe they're they're coming to uh, uh, maintain some of the office equipment and so forth, and they walk in the door and you smell alcohol on their breath. And you go, now, that's illogical. People don't generally go to work having just down a few whiskeys. So uh, this would be a an out point or any logic. All right, so let's take a look at the word rationalize. Rationalize means to justify, make excuses to explain irrational behavior. That's rationalize. Now here's reasonableness. Reasonableness. Illogic occurs when one or more data is misplaced into the wrong body of data for it. An example would be Los Angeles, by the way, this is a quote from Mr. Hubbard from an article of 23 June 1970. So this is Mr. Hubbard's words here. He says, a logic occurs when one or more data is misplaced into the wrong body of data for it. An example would be, Los Angeles smog is growing worse, so we find New York. I am sorry, madam, but you cannot travel first class on a third class passport. Humanoid response to such displacements is to be reasonable. A new false datum is dreamed up and put into the body of data to explain why that datum is included. Reasonableness is often inserted as explanation of other outpoints also. In the smog one, it could be dreamed up that New York's exports or imports were causing LA smog. In the train one, it could be inserted that in that country, passports were used instead of tickets. L. Ron Hubbard. So you see, reasonableness or rationalization would be to put in another datum to explain the illogic or the outpoint. So one of your employees, faithful employees, comes in dressed like a slob one day in, in defiance of the uh, dress code you have in the business, and you go, well, uh, he or she must have been running late this morning. That's your datum put in there to explain an irrational datum or an outpoint. Okay? It could also mean that he or she doesn't give a damn about the business anymore and is about to quit. Could be one of many reasons. Maybe they have real problems at home. Who knows? It's an outpoint. That's all you know. It's an illogic. It's something that you don't understand. Uh, guy comes in, he's got alcohol on his breath. You go, well, maybe he uses a, a mouthwash that smells like bourbon. And you place another datum in there. Or maybe uh, he just closed a big deal and has a, is celebrating. You, you can come up with all kinds of information or data to make something make sense to you. And that is what rationalization is, and that's what reasonableness is. And when you do that with regards to your own uh, affairs or your own business, you're going to miss the boat. And your observation is not there. You're not able to observe what is the true reason for the illogic. Or 
Very importantly, that e-logic could lead to further e-logics, which uh, upon inspection, upon investigation, upon observation, are major situations that could sink the entire company. And it doesn't just apply to companies, it can apply to your own life, it can apply to your kids, you know. Uh, there's an out point with regards to how one of your children are behaving. Uh, don't rationalize it, don't get reasonable about it. Find out what the real reason is, What what is the uh, true explanation. We call that pulling the string, okay? You see an out point, you see something you don't understand, don't get reasonable, ask about it, uh, investigate, inquire. At the risk of re-stimulating um, crime shows and whatnot, one can also use the word interrogate. Interrogate means simply to question, and it can get a very bad connotation but it really shouldn't because it's just asking about something. So that's interrogator interrogation. Mr. Hubbard uses the word uh, when following up on an out point, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a bare light bulb and uh, you know have the person handcuffed to a chair or something like that. It's just asking questions about something, okay? I wanna make sure we have that cleared up before I go into this reference, okay. So uh, then what is the technology of observation? Uh, if you've been following this podcast series, you know that there's a technology to anything. There's a know-how to everything. Technology means applied knowledge, knowledge that can be applied to get a product or result. So what would be the technology of observation? Well, there's a lot of data on this from Mr. Hubbard. Uh, we're not going to be able to cover it all in one podcast. Um, there's a whole series uh, for those of you who have your green volumes, it's called the data series. It covers this in detail. Very worth studying. But today we can cover a fairly simple rundown of it. It'll start you on your way uh, to becoming an expert, and you can use it um, pretty handily right out, of the, right out of the gate. And this is covered in an article of the 11th of May, 1965. He's talking about investigation. Quote, the technology of how this is done is quite precise. In a nutshell, A, one finds an imperfect functioning of some portion of the org. Remember, org is short for organization. One finds an imperfect functioning of some portion of the org, and then B, finds something that one doesn't understand about it, and then C, interrogates by dispatch the individuals in that portion connected with the imperfect functioning. He goes on, uh, he says, just those three steps done over and over are usually quite enough to keep an organization org running quite smoothly, end quote. So three steps. One finds an imperfect functioning of some portion of the org. Okay, now, the most obvious imperfect functioning is usually a down statistic. Okay, this is one of the reasons why it's so important that you have every area of your organization uh, monitored by a statistic, at least one statistic. That way you can see when it's not functioning correctly. 
Okay, this is the number one reason why you do statistical management. So you can diagnose what areas of your organization are not functioning correctly. So um, if you only monitor, for instance, gross income, and you see that that's down, you can say, well, gross income is down, but what statistics lead to gross income? You might look at your promotional statistics, you might look at your sales statistics, uh, and that helps to narrow down which area of the organization is not functioning correctly. But the statistics are only an indicator. And uh, from that, you have to start pulling the string. Okay. So Mr. Hubbard says here, the trick of this is to find a piece of string sticking out, something one can't understand, and by interrogatories, pull on it. A small cat shows up. Pull with some more interrogatories. A baby gorilla shows up. Pull some more. A tiger appears. Pull again, and wow, you've got a General Sherman tank. It isn't reasonable for people to be lazy or stupid. At the bottom, you find the real cause of no action in a portion of an org or continuous upset. I'll run Hubbard. So let's uh, take a couple of examples here. Let's talk about the employee who came in uh, and violated the dress code. You know, it's a, you observe that, it's an out point, and uh, you might want to just, before you jump down anybody's throat, just look over their statistics, okay? That's pulling the string. You say, well, that's an out point. I wonder what's behind that. And you look over the statistics, and uh, they seem to be fine, but maybe they've slowed down a little bit. You know, they're, they're usually very productive staff. And so you go, well, you know, I don't quite get this. Let me talk to, uh, let me talk to this guy. Okay. So you say, um, say his name's John. Say, John, uh, mind if I have a word with you? And uh, you're sitting in the office and you say, hey, John, you know, you really have been a model employee. And I notice you kind of flaunted the dress code today. Um, can you explain that to me? And they say, uh, oh, well, you know, I thought it was uh, casual, you know, casual Friday or something like that. And you go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But then you realize that it's Tuesday. So here's another point. He's explaining it by telling you that it's casual Friday, but it's actually Tuesday. So uh, you have another string to pull here. You got another thing you don't understand. So instead of uh, letting John off the hook, you say, uh, yeah, I get it. But first of all, we've never had a policy on casual Friday. Uh, and second of all, it's Tuesday today. <laughs> And the guy goes, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I really lost track of time. Uh, you're right. It's Tuesday. I don't know. It was dumb. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll never happen again. Oh, I see. So you say to yourself, well, okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, he just uh, lost track of time. What? He, he, he got his Tuesday and Friday mixed up? Uh, he's sort of concluded that we have casual Fridays here, even though you've never issued that as a policy, 
These are out points. There's things there that you don't understand. Don't quit until you understand. So it's time to ask another question. John, uh, you've been working here for a long time and uh, you have never lost track of time like this. Uh, this is kind of unusual. And I do want to point out that we've never issued a policy on having a casual day, Friday, Tuesday, or any other day. So this doesn't quite make sense to me. Can you give me an explanation that I can think with? Now, uh, this is kind of my opinion. There's a lot of information on this also, but I, I think it's important to make it safe for people to communicate and not to be accusative. Okay, so uh, asking questions about something can be quite uh, restimulative for people. And they don't always take to it that kindly. So be friendly about it and make it very safe for people to communicate. In other words, use what you know about communication from anything that you studied from this podcast series or from uh, your training uh, in this technology. But don't relent, you know, find out what's going on. Okay, well, uh, the truth is, uh, I got up kind of late. And so I just kind of threw on what I could and, and got here and, you know, so I could get here on time. Well, you got a couple of strings to pull here. Like, first of all, why is he after being punctual all this time now suddenly running late? And that's number one. Number two, how much longer does it take to dress properly versus dressing the way he's dressed today? Right. So you can go, oh, OK. Um, any particular reason that you had a late start? Well, I was up very late the night before. OK, you, you, you're starting to get the hang of this. It's like you're trying to understand what's the next question. Well, what was keeping you up late? You know, you want to know. I mean, maybe he was partying, maybe it was something else. I might go about it this way, say, John, listen, I really value you as an employee. Um, it's not a huge deal, but let me just, just answer me this. Is there some reason that you were staying up late and were late that maybe I can help you with? Now, what's going to fall out of the bag here? Who knows? You know, maybe the guy's got a drinking problem. He was drinking late last night. Maybe it's something else, but he looks you in the eye and he goes, well, I'm really not that happy here. Okay. Now that's an interesting datum. Okay. But it doesn't quite answer the question as to why he was getting up late, why he didn't care about how he was dressed, but there's something in here we don't understand. Okay. All right. Well, tell me more about that. Well, um, you know, I'm not sure that I'm being paid adequately and I don't know that I'm being fully appreciated. Okay, I get it. Does this connect up with why you were up late last night? Well, kind of. Okay, well, well what can you tell me about that? Well, I was in an argument. With whom? See, you're trying to understand. Well, actually, it was with my wife. Okay, great, Anything related to the job? I mean, what's it connected to? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I mean, she was telling me, you know, that um, 
that she doesn't think I'm being fully appreciated here, and so on and so on. All of a sudden, it comes out of the bag. You find your General Sherman tank, okay? There is some disagreement with him working there on the part of his spouse, okay? Now, now you can do something about it, okay? This guy is starting to become, uh, his affinity for the group is being worked on uh, from a third party, okay? Well, now... You know, now we have something here that we can understand. Oh, I get it. So your spouse actually thinks that you could have done better in life and working with us is not really uh, up to your potential and so on. Um, okay, good. It's probably time to um, give him some more information about how he can discuss things with his wife, meet with the wife, go to dinner there, whatever. Sort that out because now you're about to lose an employee and a valuable employee because of some third party action. Potentially. But, you know, if you'd bought all the explanations that had been given and rationalized it and been reasonable about it, then this could have blown up in your face later. I'm taking a very simple mundane example. But I have had guys who've had millions of dollars embezzled from their company overlooking outpoints with employees, for instance. And this also goes for down statistics like that. Don't forget, this is your number one indicator of something that you don't understand. You're issuing direction for these statistics to go up. You've done planning. You've done programs so that, for instance, the promotion outflow will go up. And when you ask about it, you get explanations which don't make sense. Well, we didn't have money for postage. But wait a minute. We set aside for that last week. You know, you know, this is the sort of thing you have to look into to get to the real problem. And uh, that when you have the correct uh, explanation or reason in view, now you can handle it. This is one of the, you know when you have it, when you know you can handle it. When you can see that the departure or outpoint that you've been given as an explanation actually opens a door to a handling that actually you know, some lights go off and you go, oh, I get it. Now I what? Now I understand it. So if you can simply remember these three things. So to review, quote from Mr. Hubbard, the technology of how this is done is quite precise. In a nutshell, A, one finds an imperfect functioning of some portion of the org, and then B, find something that one doesn't understand about it, and then C, interrogates by dispatch the individuals in that portion connected with the imperfect functioning. Just those three steps done over and over are usually quite enough to keep an org running quite smoothly. L. Ron Hubbard. Okay. Uh, obviously, with the example I chose with the individual coming in uh, off dress code, uh, we didn't use dispatches. Uh, we just merely asked them about it. But if you have a large organization, obviously dispatches and inter you know interrogatories, as we call them, which are basically questionnaires asking about the imperfect functioning, um, would be very valuable. Small organization, you generally just pull the string on your own. Just get in communication and find out what you don't understand and keep working it over uh, safely, graciously. Usually, you, you know, you want to get correct answers. So make it easy for people to tell you that, you know, what's going on, tell you the truth and get your observation in. And uh, once the real reason is in view, uh, every, everything will fall in place. You know, uh, the lights go off as uh, we've often described it. And uh, 
And most importantly, you now have an explanation you can do something about. So uh, follow these three steps. Keep understanding what you don't understand or what you can't understand, and you will eventually get to your uh, real uh, reason and uh, your general Sherman tank, as Mr. Hubbard describes it. I hope this, uh, I know it's a very fast overview of a fairly detailed uh, subject, but uh, this is probably one of its simpler formulas. So apply it. Let me let us know how you're doing with it, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Any kind of uh, communications you want to issue to us, we do love hearing from you. We hear a lot uh, from the listeners, and we always welcome it. Uh, quite often, I'll, I'll be talking to a member who will tell me, "Yeah, I've been listening to the podcast. They're amazing, and they describe you know various wins. That's great, but I'm really glad I spoke to you, and I'm glad I called you. Could you?" send me those because uh, that's the feedback we need to continue to uh, improve these and also it just kind of keeps us going. So write us at info at wiseeastus.org. As always, we love to hear from you and we'll talk to you next week.